Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. This morning on the third hour of today, a Today exclusive. Hoda sitting down with gymnastics legend Mary Lou Rep opening up about her life-threatening health scare. I'm a fighter. Yeah, you are. And I'm not gonna give up. And her road to recovery. What's next for the beloved Olympic icon? Plus, good as gold, a historic night in Hollywood. We're live with the trailblazing winners, highlights, and red carpet looks from the Golden Globe Awards. Then later, NFL legend Rob Gronkowski live in Studio 1A, talking NFL playoffs and revealing his fun new ad with some Super Bowl heroes. And walk this way. We're stepping into our biggest Start Today challenge ever. Our fitness guru, Stephanie Mansoor, is helping us prepare to log 100 miles in 30 days. Today, Monday, January 8th, 2024. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. And a good Monday morning to you. Welcome to this third hour of today. Craig, of course. Mr. Good morning. Roper, you didn't give your own name. I did, Craig. Mr. Roper here. Chanel's Hoda. here. Dylan, Hoda Copy stuck around. Uh, Whole gang's here. It's a big Monday morning here. You just took that stroll down Fifth Avenue uh, here in New York City for a huge start. Start today event, right? That's right. Uh, 100 miles uh, for the month of January. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. But we are going to start this Monday morning, start this week with that really revealing conversation with Olympic gold medalist Mary Lou Retton, opening them up, opening up about her health battle. You sat down with her for today exclusive. Yeah, I flew down there on Friday to uh, Texas where I met with Mary Lou. She, you guys remember, was America's sweetheart. 1984, member of the L.A. Olympics. She won. America's first ever gold medal in women's gymnastics. So earlier this year, so many of us were shocked to find out that she was gravely ill, that she had a rare form of pneumonia. Well, now she's opening up to that and her road ahead. They literally said, get Emma. You need to get your sister here. Because? Because we don't know if she's going to make it through the night. Literally. Literally. And so McKenna and I, we put our hands on her and and they we said a prayer. They were saying their goodbyes to me. But I can't even. I mean, like, it was crazy. I'm so sorry. It was crazy. What did you say to your mom? I don't even know. I I just remember loving on you and giving you a <laughs> hug. And McKenna kept saying things like, it's okay. You can go. Oh, my gosh. Since the 1984 Olympics, when she became the first American woman to win a gold medal in gymnastics, Mary Lou Retton has been America's sweetheart, which is why it was so troubling when her daughters announced in October that their mother, a beloved icon, was fighting for her life in a Texas hospital with a rare form of pneumonia. You have an, a breathing apparatus, oxygen. I am on oxygen. I feel like you're in a very kind of vulnerable state. Very much so. After one month in the hospital, Mary Lou has since been discharged to recuperate at home. Mary Lou's eldest daughter, Shayla, joined us for this interview. She was tested for everything. Everything. COVID, flu. All of it. COVID, flu, you name it. all the things. All of the things. And it was nothing. Everything negative. And my x-rays. Oh, you should have seen it. You can't even see your lungs. Just completely white. That's unbelievable. To know that your mom is in a, in a difficult situation is hard enough. Mm-hmm. To wonder how you're going to pay for mm-hmm. it takes that problem and compounds it by yeah. a million. We were just thinking, you know, if she pulls through, 
the last thing we want her to have to think about is paying off these bills. Mary Lou's daughters created an online fundraiser disclosing that Mary Lou did not have health insurance. A lot of people were surprised and um, that you didn't have insurance. Like, mm-hmm. and, and also kind of saddened them. It's like, how is it possible right. that mm-hmm. Mary Lou Retton, who is America's sweetheart, mm-hmm. isn't taken care of in that way? Well, I mean, when COVID hit and after my divorce... Um, and all my pre-existing, mm-hmm. <laughs> all my, I mean, I've had over 30 operations of orthopedic stuff. I couldn't afford it. Couldn't afford it. You know what? It just, it does show you that we're, so many people are all alike, you know, oh, in yes. so many ways. Yes. As Mary Lou's daughters prayed over her bed, doctors came in with a last-ditch idea to pump high-flow oxygen through her nose, and soon... Mary Lou's lungs began to heal. They did tell you when you were in the hospital, if you could walk down the hall with your oxygen, you could go home. Yes. Yes. So I know what you did. You (laughs) were like, give it to me. Oh. Did she do it like that? Oh, she was, she would be like, okay, what time is it? Okay, physical therapy's coming in in like 20 minutes. So that means Christmas was here. Christmas was here. What a gift. Oh, Oh, my word. I mean, I'm not great yet. Yet. I know it's going to be a really long road. I don't know how long I'll indefinitely need the oxygen, but you have no idea how blessed and how grateful I was for this holiday season. Mm-hmm. I'm a fighter. Yeah, you are. And I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up. I have no idea what the future holds for me. I don't know if I'm going to mm-hmm. have lasting issues with my lungs, but I would never give up. Mm. It's not in me. And, you know, they still don't know a hundred what it was. That's the tricky part. She needs a lung biopsy to figure out why she's having trouble breathing because she's still having it today. I mean, she had to unplug from one of those apparatus to go to another. And she was literally running to the other place to to plug it in because she was nervous about not having that intake of oxygen. She's a woman yeah. of faith. Yeah. Um, what, what did she tell you about how that is, is playing into all of this? You know, that's funny because when I walked in, she, there's a big cross when you enter her ho- home and, you know, there's a Jesus Calling book on her table. And I was asking mm-hmm. her about that. And she said a funny thing about me. She said, I think this was a lesson. And I said, well, why? What lesson? Mm-hmm. And she said, I'm a control person. Mm-hmm. I need to control everything. Mm-hmm. And this was my lesson that sometimes you need to trust and surrender. Mm -hmm. And so I think she's never had to do that because the reason she's successful in her whole life was because she's pushed and controlled and pushed. And now she says this is her moment to, uh, to pause. So, you know. And how blessed she is to have her, her family there to take care of Can I tell you, those, her daughters, she raised those girls Mm -hmm. upright. Where are they sitting? right next to her. And that's what, you know, she said of all of her accomplishments, obviously these three are her, um, are her biggest accomplishment. Mm -hmm. So, um, she did really, really well. Her kids are amazing. That's awesome. All right. Okay. Thanks guys. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Well, this morning was a special day, as we mentioned at the top of the show for our start today community. And Al, you helped kick off a new tougher walking challenge, 100 miles in one month. As we see, you had some help from members of our start today community. NFL legend Rob Gronkowski even joined you at one point. I thought he was going to throw you over the building. Oh, I got to tell you, he hit me with probably a hundredth of what he hit somebody. And I still thought I was going to die. (laughs) 
I, I just thought this is, this is it. Did you see him coming? Because he's no, I didn't see him coming, and uh, all of a sudden, but I did see Boom. my life flash in front of my eyes for the second time in two years. So, uh, but we're not the only ones who are up for a challenge. Our NBC station in Washington D.C., our NBC owned and operated station, NBC Four, joins us from their newsroom, News Four Today, anchor, uh, morning anchor uh, Jumi Oliven. She is there. Uh, what's your team doing to reach this goal, Jumi? Yeah. Well, guys, we're just as competitive as Ron Gronkowski here at WRC. That is right. We heard about your walking challenge, and we said game on. I've got the NBC4 Telemundo 44 team behind me. You know, Al, it's not Fifth Avenue, but it's Wisconsin Avenue in downtown D.C., our brand-new newsroom. Craig, I know it looks a little different than when you worked here years ago. But, hey, you know, we're all about walking. We're all about staying fit, like start today. And uh, we know you guys are encouraging people to walk. It's cold outside in D.C. today, but, hey, it's warm in this building. Anyone can at home, you can walk at work, you can walk at home, get those steps in. We are with you as you're challenging folks to walk. 100 miles. We even have our own challenge. We started here at NBC Washington. We're trying to walk each of us a million steps before April. And our general manager, Jackie Bradford, along with the Peacock, they're encouraging us just like we want to encourage all of you at home as well. And for our prize out, we're hoping you can send us some of those great orange hats that you had on today. Yeah, I don't know if there's extra do that. up there. We could do that. Absolutely. To put those in the mail. Okay. Okay. Well, fact, thank you so much, guys, from all of us here in Washington. Back to you. Jumi, we'll do a trade. You, we'll send you the hats if you send us that peacock. He's like they have a mascot. They do. Channel Four, baby. WRC. Wow. Hey, for the hats. That's fine. Jumi, where's, where's the, the peacock? New... Will go. Okay. Come on. Come on. Paul the peacock. Where, uh, Jumi? Where is the new station? I, this is fantastic. No, it's the same location. Oh, no, it's the same building. We're still at 4001 Nebraska. Oh, okay, you just redid it. But we just gutted the inside when Meet the Press moved out. So, yeah, this is our brand-new building. Oh, can't wait to come down and see. It's a beautiful facility. It's It's so nice seeing so many familiar faces there, too. I see Chuck Bell. I see Jackie Bradford there. Zoom in a little bit. Y'all get a little tighter so we can yes, see some other Craig faces. Yes, Craig says he sees Jackie, Chuck, yep. All right. A million miles. That's right. And what's great is none of them admit to knowing you. That's uh, they can't hear. They don't facts. have earpieces. Facts. Facts. <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. Thanks to Jimmy and the rest of the NBC4 Washington team for joining us. And good luck setting those steps in. Great. You, too, can sign up for our 100-mile challenge at today.com slash today or just scan that QR code. So 100 miles over the course of a month? Over the course of a month. And when you think about it, it's really 3.2 miles per day. And that's, that includes what you do just walking around. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We can do that. Yep. All right. Well, when we come back, award season is officially here. We are going to head live to L.A. with a look at the biggest moments from the Golden Globe Awards, all of the historic winners, and, of course, the red carpet fashion. Right back. Mark. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with Chris Pine to talk about a career that has taken him from Star Trek to Wonder Woman, and now the new film he wrote, directed, and stars in called Pool Man. You can get our conversation for free wherever you download your podcasts. 
We are back now with what's known as the biggest party in Hollywood. Awards show season kicked off last night with the 81st Golden Globes, celebrating the best of TV and film in a year that saw strikes shut down Hollywood for months. Our Kaylee Hartung was on the red carpet for all the glitz and glamour and up early to tell us all about it. Kaylee, good morning. Hey, guys, good morning. Last night was a celebration that Hollywood has been waiting for. It was just as fabulous as you'd imagine. There were historic firsts, a pair of new awards, and all the star power that we could handle. Brie Larson told us she had to catch her breath after meeting J-Lo. It was a total girls' night for the cast of Barbie, and none other than Taylor Swift made the whole place shimmer. It was a big night for Oppenheimer at the Golden Globes, the Christopher Nolan film taking home five awards, including Best Drama, Director, and Drama Actor for Leading Man, Killian Murphy. All, all my fellow nominees, if you're Irish or not, you're all legends. Your stunning work, I salute you. It was also a sweep for Succession, leading the television award category with four Globes. Thanks to Succession, I've been in here a couple times, it's nice, but I sort of uh, accepted I was never going to be on the stage, so this is a nice moment. Netflix's Beef, winning all three of its nominations, including Best Limited TV Series. Co-stars Ali Wong and Stephen Young making history, becoming the first actors of Asian descent to win the Best Actress and Actor in a Limited Series category. I'm just the recipient of a long line of compassion and love and protection and um, goodwill. Lily Gladstone! And Lily Gladstone is now the first indigenous person to win a Golden Globe for her role in the Martin Scorsese epic, Killers of the Flower Moon. This is for every little res kid, every little urban kid, every little native kid out there who has a dream, who is seeing themselves represented. The Bear also cooked up three victories including winner of the Best Musical or Comedy Series. I'm very lucky to be an artist, and I know we all feel that way. Two new awards debuted this year. Ricky Gervais winning in the new stand-up comedy category, with Barbie becoming the first film to win the Cinematic and Box Office Achievement Award. I would like to dedicate this to every single person on the planet who dressed up and went to the greatest place on earth, the movie theaters. Billie Eilish emotional after her Barbie song, What Was I Made For, was named Best Original Song. Writing that song kind of saved me a little bit. And a year later, and here we are, and it's really surreal. I feel incredibly, incredible lucky. Robert Downey Jr. Sunday's Golden Globes, a celebration of some of the biggest names in movies and television. Is this really the best party in Hollywood? I mean, hello. It doesn't get better than this. And it's the first award show since last year's writers and actors strikes put the industry on pause for months. Nice to be out of the strikes. Everyone fought hard all year. As the Golden Globes enters a new era, this red carpet is as star-studded as ever. The stars showing up to the red carpet, pretty in pink. Margot Robbie wearing a 1977 superstar Barbie-inspired dress. Oprah stunning in the color purple. A nod to the film she executive produced. Was there ever any question of what color you would be wearing tonight? Not a question. Not even a question. What I'm so glad is that the strike ended and we all got to be here and that we can celebrate. Suits and dresses in bold metallics showcasing all the sparkle of Hollywood. Taylor Swift wearing a glittering green Gucci dress. And best actress in a musical or comedy winner Emma Stone shining in gold. Tell me about this look. Uh, 
Well, it's by um, Louis Vuitton. <sighs> Can't go wrong. <laughs> and for some, the red carpet is a family affair. Like Abbott Elementary Cheryl Lee Ralph, whose daughter is her stylist. Customs are fire, the diamonds are real, and I'm just like, yes, darling, keep doing it for your mama. That's a proud mom right there. So to see Oprah in purple, Margot Robbie in pink, I mean, those bets were as easy to place as Oppenheimer and Succession sweeping. Guys, I have to tell you, there really was an air of old Hollywood glamour on the carpet, and I now understand why this is a favorite event of award season. A lot of champagne in hand, and it all is just getting started. Oscar nominations will be announced in two weeks, so stay tuned. Kaylee, thank you. Okay, coming up next, we are talking financial fitness, how to save more in 2024. I like it. It's a Chanel line. <laughs> then later, Super Bowl legend Rob Gronkowski live hey, sharing his fun new celebration of football. Ooh, double wave. Hey. And talking some NFL playoffs. Woohoo! Boom! Third hour today. Right back. He's so petite. This morning in our series on the money, we're going to talk about how to achieve financial fitness in 2024. We're laying out some money resolutions and how to reach them and here to help us. Sharon Epperson, CNBC senior personal finance correspondent. Sharon, good to see you. Good to be here. All right. Well, okay. let's first of all start with your first tip. You say schedule weekly visits with your money. Hello, money. Exactly. (laughs) You have to say that because a lot of people don't know where their money is. They don't know how it's coming in, where it's going, what accounts it's going to. Schedule a time in your calendar. Put it on your phone same day, same time, every mm-hmm. week, at least for this month, to try to figure out where your money is. Review right. all your accounts, checking, savings, your retirement accounts, college savings accounts, your mortgage, everything, so that you know where those accounts are and what's going in and how much money is coming out. And you say compare take-home pay and spending in your savings. Because your take-home pay at the start of the year may be different than it was at the end of last year Mm. because of what some of the deductions are that you may have, because of your tax situation, if that's changed. You really want to know your take-home pay and pay attention to how much you're saving and how much you're spending. Okay. All right. So after we visited with our money, uh, (laughs) you say that we should set achievable goals to grow our money. How do we do that? People say things like, I want to pay down debt. I want to save more money. No. Be strategic about what you want to do. I want to save $20 a week, or I want to save, I want to pay down this part of this credit card, at least for this a month. Be specific. Be specific about what you want to do. Well-defined task. And then also you want to put away small sums. I'm saying put away the money to save before you're thinking about debt, because then you're just going to take on more debt. So save small sums. And then you have to have patience. This is not something that's going to be a quick fix that's going to happen just in the month of January. It may take you all year. It may take you five years. But you're setting these strategic goals, small tasks that you can complete. All right, let's talk about one more here yeah. because we've heard a lot over the last few months, especially since the Fed started raising the interest rates, right. high yield savings accounts. Is this the time to do it? This is the time to do it because now the Fed has kind of indicated maybe they won't continue to raise rates. So you may not get the 5% interest that's available right now in some online banks. So you want to put money into a high yield savings account now, at least three months worth of your expenses for your emergency fund. That may seem like a lot. Again, small goals. Start with one month, at least 
figure out how much you need for one month yeah. and then start to put that away. And maybe you might need 12 months if you're retired. The other thing to think about is putting that money away for costs that may come up this year. You know that you're going to have to do a renovation in some part of your house. You know that you're going to have to put away some money for college tuition, maybe even besides the 529 plan if you have one for college savings. So use the money for that too. It's not just for your emergency fund. It's for some of those goals that you have that you know you're going to have to spend on, yeah. but you're putting money away now to make sure you'll be able to, to make that. Okay. All right. Well, All speaking right. of spending, let's talk about being intentional with our spending. This weekend, I was cleaning out my closet and I found sweaters that I've never worn, that it's I'm a, donating. It's the thinking, key. It's the key question. Chanel. Do I need do this? Need Do it. I need this? Yeah. Does it give me joy? Yeah. And most importantly, can I afford it? If you ask yourself those three questions with everything you purchase, there's a lot of stuff that you're going to leave just, in that cart yeah. and you're never going to buy. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> said the other day, just leave it and wait leave for it a moment. For a week. Just wait. Leave it just for wait. A week. Yeah, yeah, just wait. Good. Just What's wait. What's the word on debt? I mean... In some ways, I know it seems like the big bad wolf, but you can use it wisely. You have to use it wisely. And the first place to start is to know what you owe. Right. Um, make sure that you understand that. But if there's smart debt, okay, you want to buy a house, you need a mortgage, you're going right. to have to get some debt. S- school loans, that's going to have to happen. But read the fine print. Know what the interest rate is, but know what the fees are. Know what the repercussions are if you don't pay on time. Right. And if you have credit card debt, look for a low interest or better yet, a zero interest credit card. At least give you that promotion for 12, 18, maybe even 21 months. So you don't have to pay interest on it. It can make a and big again, difference. It can make a huge difference <clears throat> yeah. and start to pay that off. And if you can't qualify for that, consolidating your debt with a personal loan, sometimes you can get rates as low as 11%. So you take so. all of your debt and put it in one payment. And put it in one payment. Again, okay. this is something to strategize that you're doing achievable goals and you're putting all your accounts and your money together. Okay. All right. Bring us home, Dylan. Sharon, seem a little overwhelming to do this all alone. And you say, just find a buddy. Find a buddy. Find an accountability partner. My AP you know, you go to that person for everything. I asked my financial advisor, anything that's over about $5,000, maybe mm-hmm. I should just say $1,000. Let me be real. I'm going to ask, do I need this? Do you, does this make sense? If it's a purchase that I do need, ha- brings me joy and I can mm-hmm. afford, he will say yes. And if not, probably no. So if you don't have a financial advisor, there can be a family member, a friend, mm-hmm. someone that you can talk to about your money. You talk about so many things with your friends. Mm-hmm. How about your money? Make it someone that you can trust and review your objectives and make sure that you're on the same page about what and you want to achieve. That emotional attachment yeah. that you exactly. do. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Great. Yeah. Sure, sure. New Year's advice. Thanks so much. Yeah. For more advice from Sharon, I'd help you stick to your budgeting, saving, and investing goals, and get her free Money 101 newsletter, go to today.com. When we come back on this Monday, the man who, who only really needs one name introductions, Gronk, Gronk is here. Yeah. <laughs> the Rob Gronkowski is going to talk NFL playoffs. He's also going to share something really fun to get us excited for the Super Bowl that's coming up. Third hour of today, right back after this. Well, the road to the Super Bowl is set, and our next guest knows a thing or two about winning in the NFL playoffs. You can say that. Rob Gronkowski is known to millions of football fans simply as Gronk. He's a four-time Super Bowl winner with the New England Patriots and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, so Gronk may be retired from football, but he is still chasing that championship feeling. <laughs> Showing okay. off his acting chops in, in Frito-Lay's new Taste of Super Bowl campaign, and we have the exclusive debut of his new playoff commercial. It's another good one. Welcome back. 
Grunk. Yes, thanks for having me, guys. Grunk's a colleague now. He does so much television now. Yes, you guys are the best. You're one of our favorites. Before we dig in and talk about the NFL playoffs, your old coach, as you know, Bill Belichick, a lot of speculation swirling around. What may be next for him? Does he stay in New England? Does he perhaps go out west? What does does Grunk think? Well, I know that, that Coach Belichick definitely wants to stay with the New England Patriots. He's a a patriot for life. He's a six-time Super Bowl champion. He's like grandfather claws in. I would say it's all up to Mr. Kraft on what direction he wants to go with the New England Patriots. And in the end, when it really comes down to it, I think he's going to keep Coach Bill Belichick as the head coach for at least another year. You think he stays? Yes, I do. Even with the record they had this year? Yes, I mean... It happens. The NFL is so competitive. Yeah. I mean, everyone's good out there. There's a salary cap. It's uh-huh. a it's a fair league, yeah. and it happens. And uh, he's going to bounce back. He's still an unbelievable coach. Yeah. He knows how to use his talent when they're out there out on the field. He just got to go out there this offseason and bring some offensive players in, and then he'll be just You fine. heard it here first. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So let's get back to this commercial because yes. this is a good one um, for Frito-Lay, but you're also teaming up with Marshawn Lynch. Yes. I'm just thinking how many takes it took to, like, clean up all the confetti <laughs> yeah, in really. between each take. It took about six minutes. They had a great crew, actually, to <laughs> awesome. clean up that confetti. And then, boom, they would get it done. And then, boom, you do another shot then, and the confetti would go all over the yeah. place. It's like we had, like, five Super Bowl parades uh-huh. while doing the commercial. <laughs> this is probably oh, the easiest yes. gig you've had, because you literally lay down and sit down the whole time. Yes. <laughs> yes, that is true, man. And th- those are the gigs that I love to do now. <laughs> I definitely took a beating while I was playing football. Now I want the gigs where I just sit back and relax and just say a few lines. Yeah, you've earned it. <laughs> you did it well. I love that. I love that. All right. So uh, now, when you when you work with somebody like Marshall Lynch, I mean, he's a running back, kind of a, a, a competitor. What what is that like when you're just ch- chilling out like that? Mm. Marshawn Lynch is the best. Um, he's an awesome guy. That was my about my third time ever working with him before. The first time we hit it off right from the beginning. Every chance that we have, we try to work together. I was hoping that he was here with me today because we <laughs> love to bounce off each other. Oh, uh, he's a character just like myself as well. So yes, you can just yes. imagine ourselves together, what it's like, and it just equals electricity every single time we're in the same room. I can't believe we're talking about the Super Bowl already. I feel like time is just flying. Do you have a team? you have a favorite? Who do you think? Uh, I mean, I think San Francisco, the 49ers, I think they're the best team in the NFL. And if they play up to their standards, how they've been playing throughout the regular season when they were winning games, I think they're going to take it home. But uh, also, you got the uh, Baltimore Ravens. They're hot. And uh, an underdog team, I'll go with my hometown team, the Buffalo Bills. I think they could do some damage as well. They just got the number two seat, so they're going to have a couple home games as well. Uh, So watch out for them. They're red hot right now. Mm, I love that. You know what else is around the corner? The Olympics. I have to be honest. I didn't realize flag football is coming. The Olympics, Olympics. summer, summer, summer Summer Olympics, 2028 in Los Angeles. What do you think about that? I think it's really cool. I think football should be part of the Olympics. I mean, not the actual game of football. I think that would be a little bit too much. But having flag football, it should have been in the Olympics freaking 20 years ago. Would you throw (laughs) your hat in the ring? I would definitely throw my hat in the ring. I mean, I'm going to have to stay in shape for four more years. (laughs) You can do it. So So you could be an Olympian just like your grandfather was. You're right. My grandfather was an Olympian. He was a a cyclist in 1924. In Paris. Yes, in Paris as well. Really? Yes. Uh, and um, that was about, I think, exactly 100 years yes. ago, yeah. which yeah. is pretty wild. Gee, man, what would that be like, you 
being in the Olympics a hundred years after your great grandfather? Well, the Olympics for flag football, well, it's in actually four years, the oh, 2028 right. yes. Olympics. And uh, I would have to be like the red zone guy as well. I don't think I'm going to be the guy <laughs> that's running up and down the field. Tyreek Hill will be the guy that's going deep and getting the ball into the red zone. And that that's when I come into play so I don't have to run as far because my great grandfather never gave me that cardio that he had as a cyclist. <laughs> so I just scored touchdowns and that's what I would be good for. Talk about genetics though. Wow. I wouldn't think that we would have quite the advantage when it comes to flag football in LA. I don't know how big it is in other parts of the world. We would, I would yeah, assume, I go so. in as gold medal favorites. Yes, I'm pretty sure we would be gold medal, fa- medal favorites by about 25 points. Yes, I, I don't right. really see anyone Already beating us. predicting the yes. score. <laughs> Grunk, thank you. Thank You're you. always yeah, so good. Well, yes. I always enjoy having you. Yes, thank always you guys. Always seeing you on Sunday mornings. Uh, by the way, there's a full slate of action for Super Wild Card Ooh. Weekend on okay. NBC and Peacock. Grunk, close your ears. I know this. You don't like it when we promote our football here. Uh, <laughs> including the first ever Peacock exclusive game, Dolphins Chiefs Sunday night. Fans really excited about this one. Oh, yeah. I love it. Thank you for coming in. You're one of our favorites. Yeah, thank Come you guys for having time. me. And uh, check out our campaign, Taste of Super Bowl it's commercial, baby. I feel like social media yes. is going to have fun with it, too. Oh, Memes, yes. like people are going to have a good time with that one. All right, up next in Motivational Mondays, if you need any more motivation, the seven questions we should all be asking ourselves to find more peace and happiness in our lives. And then later in Start Today, we are stretching it out before our biggest Start Today challenge ever. We are encouraging you to try 100 miles in 30 days. We're going to do it together. We'll be right back. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hi, everyone. I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna book club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. This morning in Motivational Monday, we are focusing on a big question. How can we thrive as our truest selves? Our next guest believes the answer lies in a more mindful way of living. Susan Kane is the author of the best-selling books, Quiet and Bittersweet, which was a recent Oprah's book club pick. Her TED Talks, by the way, have been viewed more than 40 million times. And now Susan is out with an Audible original series. It's called A Quiet Life in seven oh. steps. Sounds intriguing to me. Good morning to you. Good, Good morning. morning. Let's talk about a quiet life and why you, what that really means to lead to, to happiness. So I've spent the last 20 years exploring this particular realm of human nature that has to do with the quiet, with our orientation and our wish for quiet and depth mm. and beauty. Okay. And it's a part of ourselves that we don't often take out because we live in such an always on yes. hard driving culture. But for many people, when we tune into this aspect of ourselves, it gets us to a richer and deeper form of happiness. Because 
we don't always want to be the alpha person or right. the person who's running everything or running around. Sometimes we want to just be mm-hmm. and be tuning into nature or art or knitting or whatever it is for someone. Whatever but, it is. And yeah. to that point, whatever it is for you, you say there are seven questions you should ask yourself. Um, yeah. So there are seven different steps and that we outline in the series. And I think of them really as falling into two different groups. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first steps that we talk about have to do with kind of the everyday practical questions of what does it mean to practice leadership in a quiet way? Mm-hmm. What does it mean to be quietly creative? Mm-hmm. Um, but then we also have to be quietly time? creative. Yeah. I'm looking at these. I'm like, how, how do you says, how can I live a creative life? Well, one thing is, um, we tend to think, you know, we hear so much about the create, creator economy and there's this feeling of, well, if I'm not a, an extremely well-known, uh, well-paid creative person, then I'm not actually creative. But that's not what creativity is at all. Mm-hmm. It's more about an orientation to you know, the deeper side of life and the more unseen side of life. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we can do through going into an art museum, something we can do through baking a cake. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different ways to reach that state of being. Right. And these others seem to be more about your emotions here. You talk about emotional pain and grief, things like that. Yeah. Um, it's questions like, what do we do with emotional pain that we can't get rid of, for example? Um, so we as humans, we don't like to talk about this very much um, because, again, we live in such a kind of positive-oriented mm-hmm. culture. Um, but we as humans, we've always experienced loss. We've always experienced emotional pain. And so we're actually evolved to know what to do with it, mm. which is to turn it into a form of meaning. Um, and for many people, that's turning it into some offering of creativity, or it could be healing mm-hmm. or, or, or anything. You know, like if you think about it, after 9-11, so many people signed up to become firefighters. Yeah. Right. And during the lockdown, so many people signed up for medical school and nursing school. Mm-hmm. So this is a human response to mm-hmm. loss and pain, to, to see what meaning can I take from this mm-hmm. and how can I move forward? Susan, it seems to me that, that living a quiet life, we're, we're not used to doing that and that it could be actually uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Do you have to work through that to get to that point? Because, you know, it's like all of a sudden you're, you're looking at really tough things. Well, it may be uncomfortable at the beginning, but what I find is that many people feel incredibly liberated, mm-hmm. that it's more a question of feeling like you have the permission to go in that right. direction because we're all receiving so many signals that we're not supposed to be that way. We're yeah. not supposed to look in these directions. Once you do, it's like, oh, I'm human. Mm-hmm. And my fellow that. humans feel the exact same way. I love that. Well, there's so much more. I was looking at how to find your North Star, you know, self-love, all these things. So we have resources online for that. Thank you uh, so much, Susan. In fact, you can listen to A Quiet Life in Seven Steps exclusively on Audible. So you can get all the details on January Sounds 11th. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Susan. Susan. Thank you so Thank much. You Thank so you so much for having me. All right. And when we come back, our fitness guru, Stephanie Monsur, is live helping us prepare for the biggest Start Today Challenge yet. Don't go away. Third hour, Rockettes almost. Uh, third hour today, I'll be right back. Welcome back. 
Welcome back. Well, we started our morning kicking off our start today 100-mile challenge. And now today, fitness contributor Stephanie Mansoor is back with everything you need to prepare before you go on the walk. Good morning. Good morning. Great to see you, Dylan. Nice to see you, too. And first things first, we've got our little hydration station. Yes. Here. You want to make hydration fun. So get one of those cool water bottles like so this. you can track your plan throughout the day to make sure that you're drinking one of these. You want to focus on half your body weight in ounces of water. So, so about this. Yes. About this, if you're if you're 200 pounds, let's say you need to drink 100 ounces of water. Now you can also spice up your water with. We've got these little electrolyte tablets here. They also come in powder form. They make it fizzy. It Ooh, tastes like great. Bop, yes, bop, fizz, it's fizz. exactly. <laughs> and then you just let that set, and you can sip it, and it okay. tastes really good. You can also spice it up with some citrus for extra vitamin C, or you can even add in some decaffeinated herbal tea. So that counts for your water too. Yes. Okay. okay cool. Yep. It's chilly out, but I think oh, that's yeah. the best time to walk. I know. I love it. And, you know, I'm actually layering up. So I've got two pairs of socks on down okay. here. And I have on my regular workout socks. And uh -huh. then I have some uh, cozier socks on top. I've got two pairs of pants, my okay. regular workout pants right. and sweatpants. You don't have to go out and buy a whole bunch of no. cold weather gear. Just use what Layer you have up. at home. Layer up. So you also want to make sure you're covering your head with a hat. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, heat rises. So yes. you want to have your start today hat right, here you on your nice. head when you're walking outside. Uh -huh. Gloves are great. Now, the other thing I want to mention is when you're outside evenings, make sure that you are visible mm -hmm. to not only other walkers, but people on bikes and right. also cars. So you can get reflectors to put on over your shoulder. Uh -huh. You can also just get the little reflector light yeah. to put around your waist. Make sure that you're visible to, to other people colors, outside. Wear bright colors. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. All right. All right. All right. So, Steph, before we start, we're going to do a few stretches. That's right. So warm up stretches. These are dynamic stretches here, guys. So opening the legs wide, we're going to bend one knee and bend the other knee, really getting into the inner thighs here, loosening up the hips, the lower body, and we don't hold these stretches because we're not yet warmed up. We're actually doing the warm-up now by moving side to side. Another area that I like to target are the hips. So we're going to stand on one leg and swing one foot forward and then bring it back. Really loosen up the front of the leg as well as the back of the leg. Balance. Pull the abs yeah. in. Yes, this is great for balance, Al. Press down through your foot to really help with balance. Ten times on this one and then switch to the other leg. Okay. All right. Now we're going to come right, over my here. Turn. Yes. Never worked out and then you wake up the next morning you're like, oh, I'm sore. <laughs> yes, if you are sore, you want to focus on recovery. So we've got Elizabeth here. She's going to demo using a foam roller or you can also just do some standing stretches. Now I love a good massage gun. This is great. Use that on your larger muscles like your quads, your glutes. Yes, doesn't that feel good? Yes. But you know what? The little smaller ones are actually... I use it all the time. Like yes. Wherever you have just like a random pain. They're good right. for your glutes, too. They yeah, are good, yes. Very good correct. for the glutes. Yes. Not, get in there not deep. Give get on in there. Not give that to the internet. Get in there, Craig. Get in there. Now, speaking of getting in there, for anyone with plantar fasciitis, you want to be able to get idea. into your feet as well. So, an ice-cold water bottle. Again, this is budget-friendly. Costs nothing. Just put this in the in the freezer. This helps with plantar fasciitis. So, you're helping... Yes. You're helping to reduce inflammation, and you're also helping to break up the fascia. You can do this with a lacrosse 
lacrosse ball, a tennis ball, a golf ball, whatever you have at home. Mm-hmm. Just, and just use roll it your foot advantage. over it? Yep, roll your foot over it. What does that like do? That. Does it just open it up? It's helping to loosen up the fascia and those oh, tight he's muscle he's fibers. Yeah. Yeah. He's in the zone. Yeah. <laughs> right. He couldn't resist. Great Thank job, Greg. Thank you so much. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, be sure to check out our 100-mile challenge on today.com. I don't want to use it after that. Like everybody. And if you're looking for something to listen to while getting those steps in, Apple Fitness Plus is out now with new free episodes, including uh, one from me. Oh, I, I didn't even know this. this. Uh, it's Time to Walk series, <laughs> available in the uh, Apple Podcast app. To enjoy your iPhone or your Apple Are Watch, you we'll be right back. Tell us more. Yeah. What's the preview? Thanks for watching. See Have you tomorrow. Day. Have a great day. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.